Hey yo, back again, again, as I'm adjusting my microphone. Man, this is a real thing. We do not know. <laughs> There's always something happening in the opening. Literally. But we're back. <laughs> Welcome to another episode of Unrehearsed, man. Unrehearsed, fam. We really out here doing this again. Again. Again, again. That's crazy. And today's episode, because I don't know of a softer way of segueing into any topic we talk about. Right. I just be like, okay, yeah, today's episode is <laughs> conformity. Mm-hmm. What about conformity? What about conformity? Um, well, so the inspiration behind this idea was a conversation with my aunt. Mm. And long story short, um, we were just talking about how there was this young child. I'm just going to keep it transparent. (laughs) Yeah, so there was this young child, and uh, she went to a private school. And so at the private school, the kids were asking her if she's non-binary or not. And she was like, oh, I don't believe in that. So she just wouldn't say, like, she'd be like, I'm just, I'm just, uh, I'm a girl. Like, that's all that I am. I'm not non-binary. Like, I just want to be a girl, which is what I am. How old was this child? Um, she was actually only 11. Wow. So she was, like, very young. Yeah, very young. And so, um, and she was getting bullied. Like, she, they were putting a lot of shame on her and just bullying her and teasing her and stuff just because she didn't identify herself as non-binary. Um... And so, yeah, and, like, I just wanted to bring up the conversation because I feel like this is a very, for a lot of people, it could be a very touchy conversation. Yeah. And I didn't want to have this conversation in a space where, like, seems of hate. Um, It's not what we're doing here. Right, but I also did want to bring up Romans chapter 12, verse 1, where it talks about how we aren't supposed to conform to the world but be transformed by the renewing of our mind. Mm. And so that being said, like, I just find it interesting that like the way that the world is going right now you know all we ever talk about some things is like energy it's like oh yeah like my female energy my masculine energy i'm not saying that those things aren't true you know but at the end of the day as a christian like i live by what the bible says and i live and i believe that the bible is true the infallible word of god and so yeah so i just wanted to talk about that how now like I mean, everyone says it so much. They're like, Jesus is coming back soon. But even if, like, we didn't say things like that with just, like, reading the book of Matthew and just the New Testament, you really start to see that the times are, like, showing themselves. Like, the signs are showing themselves, you know, that the world is getting darker, that things are becoming more evil, that the things that we would call bad are now being called good, and the things that we would call good are now being called bad. And so I just, really, I just wanted to bring awareness, I feel like, more, like, with the spiritual warfare that's happening in the world. And, yeah, and what we could do about it like how can we continue to be followers of christ be disciples of christ and not conform to or bow down to the things of this world because it is getting harder if i'm being honest i would say like maybe five years ago if i'm being transparent like it was a lot more easier to call yourself a christian you know and so now like now today it's like when you say christian like it has such a bad taste in people's mouths that it almost just like completely outcasts you as soon as you're like i'm christian they're like up like you know everyone just like throws you in the trash they're like literally they're (laughs) like why would you do that to yourself you know and so but I just want to talk about that like I want to bring light to that and yeah and I just don't want it to be me I don't want it to be how it is so (laughs) so yeah right I I understand so this is this is conformity the topic of conformity yeah the eyes of Christians yeah okay Mm -hmm. yeah let's get into it man because you know um, we know what the Bible says for all of those that read the Bible, 
believe in God, believe in Jesus, and study God's word. You know what the Bible says in the New Testament, or I really just all throughout the Bible, mm -hmm. you know, <laughs> about like not doing what others, not doing the things that other people do who aren't following God. Yeah. Typically, what those things are, things that God don't agree with. Right. And so I, I, that is a good point. I had to think about it when you said five years ago. I was like, what year was five years ago? <laughs> like, <laughs> 2018, okay, babe. Yeah, it's like, I don't know, it's weird. It's it's very strange these days just um, from, I guess, even from like a logical standpoint of like, I feel for maybe the most part, mm -hmm. gone are the days where we can, I guess, disagree in peace mm, like okay. a term i'm talking about like perspectives and views yeah um yes because i'd be lying if i said every friend i've ever had were christians matter of fact fun fact about me <laughs> and fun the, fact. yeah fun fact about me i actually went through all years of public school without a christian friend mm -hmm. so you know you were the christian friend I was the only <laughs> Christian friend. Yeah. I was that guy. And there are there were moments where, you know, people would be like, Man, ex, you should, you know, or Deshaun rather. <laughs> Deshaun, you should yada 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 and then so I'm like, I'm not really with that, you know, whether it's for my faith reasons or for other reasons. Mm -hmm. And as as far as the child goes, that's very unfortunate because as a child you just go into school yeah you know what I mean like you're not thinking especially at 11 you're not thinking of those uh, things what does that even mean yeah in the mind of a child you but know? it's like now it's something that's being so promoted like I even want to point out just the fact that kids like as young as five like are going to drag queen like shows and like that's been a big thing with the kids and if i'm being honest like it really pisses me off because mm. i'm just like children are so innocent and yeah. it's just like they like i don't know whoever people are always like oh they like i don't know who they is but there is it's very evident that there is an agenda to like really infiltrate and like put into the minds of children like oh things like this are okay and if you feel like it's okay as an adult like i'm like i respect your opinion like i'm not gonna like argue with yeah, you on that yeah but as a child i'm like i don't think that's fair like i don't think that's something that we should be putting into children's mind it's like why can't we keep them like kids. innocent in a sense yeah like why do they have to grow up so fast and kids. just be so like just infused with this kind of like oh like this is the thing and stuff like i'm not saying that we have to hide it from them but like myself personally i know for my kids like i'm not gonna be like oh yeah like let's go to a drag show like i'm like no like y'all are children like let's go to the park let's eat some ice cream like why i didn't even know what nah my bad i didn't mean to cut you off no go go i was just gonna say i didn't even know what drag was as a kid i didn't either like, i went to it was middle school i think maybe seventh or eighth grade i'm like 12 or 13 mm -hmm. and it was around that halloween time mm -hmm. you know kids typically like to dress up you know around that halloween time at school mm -hmm. and someone came up dressed as a drag queen and mm -hmm. i was like i never knew what that was at the time and i was like it was like what like, costume is this yeah like what well, explain your <laughs> explain your costume yeah. to me like what is this mm -hmm. and we were you know kids being kids we were kind of making jokes thinking it was something else you mm -hmm. know just kids being kids roasting and whatnot you know what i'm saying where i went to school 
we roast it. <laughs> we roast it all the time. And so they had the they had the oven on four hundred out. We had that joint on four twenty five preheated. We was roasting. Right. <laughs> so uh um but then they eventually ended up saying, you know, like nah I'm I'm dressed as, as a drag queen. And oh, I and explaining even, it. Yeah, they okay. they explained it after the jokes was kinda done, like they eventually explained it and it was like I didn't even really know what that was. I'm like, what the heck is that? <laughs> you know? So, I agree with your point that it's like, like, I understand it's out there. And mm-hmm. I under, I will always respect people's views even if yeah. I don't agree with it. Yes. But, it's like... Drawing a line? Is that what you're doing? Yeah, like, or like, <clears throat> I get it. We gotta respect... <laughs> I mean Mexican candy, so you know the spice kind of yeah, hit. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Everybody like up. that ain't spicy. Yeah. <laughs> like, but that. um, like introducing kids with that, like I, the way I came up, and the way that I've always saw us, like kids, and had we had some sort of protection growing yeah. up. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Like as a kid, mm. it was kid stuff. Mm. And it was grown folk business. Yeah. You ain't asked about no bills. Right. You ain't asked about, you know, no grown folk business. When was it? It was you focus on your homework, make right. sure your room is straight or right. as straight as someone straight as mm-hmm. whatever it be. I could never like my room wasn't a mess, but it wasn't as clean and spiffy as my mom wanted to be. But you handled school, make sure you wasn't cutting up around the house and at school. Mm-hmm. Uh, homework is straight. Mm-hmm. Do what you got to do around the house. Yeah, you can go out in the backyard and play. You can go to the neighborhood park and play. You you were a kid, and you were in a child's place. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Certain stuff we couldn't watch co- coming up. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Bunch of some of my friends were playing Grand Theft Auto. We weren't allowed to play Grand Theft Auto until we hit a certain age. Yeah, we had to hit a certain age. My pops was like, once y'all turn like 15, 16, then y'all can get on this Grand mm-hmm. Theft Auto. But at like nine, ten. Wasn't that Grand Theft Auto? My mom at first, when she was a little hesitant, because uh, we were big, me and my older brother, we were big on, like, kill zone and Call of Duty mm-hmm. and all that kind of stuff. And, she and, said, I'm not raising murderers. And she, <laughs> like, my dad, he let us play because uh-huh. sometimes we play with my dad online. Mm-hmm. And that at, there was, I remember hearing my mom at certain points, like, man, I don't know about this. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? We came up with a certain protection because kids are innocent. Mm-hmm. We have an innocent viewpoint of the world. And, you know, obviously they got to get exposed to the world. Yeah. But it's like you don't want to snatch a child's childhood. Yeah. Or snatch a child's innocence. Yeah. You know, type of thing. So I agree with that. I understand because, like, we we came up and we were, you know, we were protected. Yeah. As kids should be. You know, they're children. Children, we don't know. We don't know. We don't know nothing. We don't know nothing of what could happen in the world as kids. Yeah. And as 20 something year olds we are now learning more of what could happen yeah. in the world but at five six years old like i was watching blues clues oh my god i had the orange cassette tapes man what yeah i came you know i i remember i told so I, it probably was you <laughs> but i remember i told someone i was like yeah or maybe maybe it was uh, uh alan who uh was on a uh, characteristic of success i said yeah, man, I think we came up in a good time because it's like we kind of had the best of both worlds. It's oh, you like, did say that, yeah. Yeah, it was, it was like we had the we had a, some of the old school ways, yeah. at least when I came up, mm-hmm. when I was coming up as a kid. Mm-hmm. 
you know, we would go ride our bikes throughout the neighborhoods. We knew the parents, the, our parents knew the parents. We had the phone numbers and everything. We was coordinating stuff. And we had the, you know, we was drinking out the water hose and stuff Dang, like that during the summertime. And when it was time to come in, we was on video games and mm. we was on Call of Duty or, mm. you know, stuff like that. But we lived, a, a, we lived a good childhood. We weren't like, you know, drag queens. My, that thought, or not drag queens, but like drag shows, so, something like that to where that's like, for mature audiences, yeah, my parents would never even <laughs> consider. Like that thought wouldn't even come to their mind. Yeah. So, it's a different day and age. Yeah, it's definitely a different day and age. It's a different day and age. So then it's like, how do you not conform? Because I feel like there is all that pressure to get with it, like to be a part of the crowd and <clears throat> to you know, like believe what everyone else's believe believes and things like that. Yeah, I think, I think. It's probably twofold or maybe more than that. Two One. Fold, okay. Manifold. Gotcha. Manifold. Yeah, manifold. My grandfather taught me that yeah. word. Read that in KJV. Something like that. Bible. But something like that. But I think my, my grandfather used to always say, like when he would pray, mm-hmm. when he would pray to God, he would always thank God for his manifold blessings in that yes. exact wording. Come on. Learn manifold that word from him. But um, to answer the question, I think one, you have to. Because this day, with you know these modern times, it's so much of like what you uh, disagree with, or what you hate, or what you you know not siding with. What you cancel? What you cancel? Perfect. What you yeah. cancel? Not so much of a focus on what do you stand for. Like what is it? Okay, we always like, oh, I'm against that. I don't like that. I don't agree with that. Well, what are you for? What are you for? Yeah, we hear more about what people are against than what they're Instead for. Instead of what they're actually for. Yeah. And. So I think uh, I think in terms of like not conforming, you have to know yourself mm-hmm. and like know okay, what do you stand for? Yeah. And you know, obviously be mature and respectful and respecting everyone's beliefs and point of views and all that stuff, mm-hmm. but knowing what you stand for and why you stand for it. Mm-hmm. That's very okay. important. Like not don't just be like, "Oh, I agree with this or I yeah. don't agree with this." I think you should buy Crest toothpaste. Why? Why? You like Colgate's better. Why? Why? Like, how has it worked for you? Right. Have you tried other toothpaste? Right. What brands have you tried? Mm-hmm. Have you tried the ones that are mainly on TV? Right. Like, the, like the Colgate and all that kind of right. stuff? Obviously, it's more than just toothpaste. That was my, like, lame example. Or have you tried stuff like Tom's? Yeah. Or no, all I have tried Tom's. Does it work? I don't know. I'm it's still a Tom waiting. household where I come in. You do Tom's <laughs> toothpaste. You know what I'm saying? But s- stuff like that. Like knowing what you believe in what you what why you think what what do you think what you believe in and then why mm-hmm. i hope i think that helps you know make your foundation a little firm yeah and then also like being your own person man like yeah. you know like it's because you got to be your own person you know that's not to say that it's bad to agree with. It's bad to agree with majority opinion. Uh huh. Because if people are right, then people are right. If it's yeah. the truth, then it's the truth. Mm-hmm. You know. But like, you know what I mean? Yeah, I do know what you. Yeah. Mean. Like, so then, what would you say to just confusion? Because I feel like that's another big thing. Because for example, like I literally went on a walk with my sister yesterday, and so um, she was bringing up technology. 
and she's like oh like because I was because I asked her and I was like oh what, you, what would you be interested in learning and she's like I really don't care and I'm like <laughs> I was like okay which is like her answer to so many things I love you though you know who you are and so but um but she was like oh like I think one thing that I would love to learn about is technology and specifically just how like you know in the 90s like technology was like the new and uprising thing and now here we are like 30 years later 33 35 years later just about That's and it's crazy. like we have cars that are like driving without motors like we have electronic cars and who would have thought that like in 30 years like it would have accelerated so fast and so the point of that is because I was because she was like well I guess I won't know till I die you know and I was just kind of like okay but but it just brought up the conversation of faith and I was like yeah I was like at the end of the day like it's like we all have faith in something even if it's not God like everyone has faith in something like everyone believes in something and so what would you say to the person that's like confused because I also like did tell my sister and I'm like well that's gonna be a scary thing for some people I'm like because like you know I like to play the what if game is what I tell people because they're like well what if God isn't real and I'm like but what if he is like what if God is real like what if God is who he says he is my dad said something years ago for those who don't know my dad is also my pastor but he was preaching a message years, probably about four or five years ago. Mm. And it was something that always stuck with me. He was like comparing religions because, you know, you got you got the Christian walk, whereas if you die in your sins, you die not believing in Jesus, then you go to hell, mm. you burn forever. And then you have other beliefs where it's like you die and then that's just it. You cease to exist or you die and you go you to... reincarnate. Like reincarnate or you go to purgatory yeah. or... You know, uh, you got one where it's like um, they'll they believe they'll be around to like clean up all of like the damage and debris after Armageddon and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So all of these beliefs, mm-hmm. and my dad made a very he made a point that will always stick with me. And he was like he was noting all of those things, mm-hmm. and he was like the consequence of not in the Christian faith, the consequence of not believing in God is way worse than all these other consequences. Like the standard is higher is pretty much what he was saying. And so he was like, if let's say hypothetically speaking, God wasn't real. I was up. He was like something along the lines of like, he was living a higher standard. Like he's good and regardless because, okay, if it's your other thing and you think, and I just really don't cease to exist. Mm all is this mm-hmm. chilling if it's another thing and you go to like purgatory or whatever mm-hmm. you're in purgatory if it's another thing and it's like you reincarnate where well, you come back just as something different right but this is the only one where it's like you don't do what you're supposed to do you burn it forever yeah you know Ooh. what i mean yeah so it's like he's pretty much saying <laughs> like even let's hypothetically okay this wasn't real it's like the the boxes are checked off yeah because the way you know living is like ain't no consequence worse than this mm-hmm. if i don't meet this standard yeah and so as far as confusion one i may be wrong but i feel like at some point everyone is going to ask the question dun dun the, the or questions mm-hmm. pretty much like why am i here why am i here what's my purpose what's my purpose what's life for how in the world did this get here right what does all this mean you know <laughs> at some point and that's those are good questions to ask i feel yeah. like it's in us at some point especially you know if we weren't raised up in 
and Christian faith, Christian faith is in us at some point to ponder those things. Yeah. And so then it becomes about okay, like searching and finding the, the truth. Answers. Yeah. And finding the answers that can be a bit challenging. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah. Having grown up in a Christian faith. I haven't had to go that route in terms of like, okay, let me go and like search and find answers. I have. Maybe you can answer the question. I feel like what question? Well, I don't know why ever I was like, asking. Were you ever like confused and had to go and pretty much on that search? Yeah, I would say so. Heck like, let me just share my testimony while we're here. So, but pretty much, um, so <laughs> honestly, I'm sorry. I'm hesitant because I always think about how certain family members are going to feel. As Only I'm like, share what you're comfortable okay with yes okay um it's just an, it's not pretty but anyway so like I grew up it was me um it was five so I'm one of ten but it was like my five siblings and my mom single single parent household and so growing up there was just like a lot of arguments like the siblings didn't really get along and I was just like the golden child thing the peacemaker and so um really growing up in my household like it was just I hated being home I hated going home um and I was just like very depressed I was like a very depressed child which is crazy because like I was actually very happy at the same time come on like check up on your people and so but I was like very depressed and so I remember I was like 13 and I think that's when the depression like really just started like sky like skyrocketing because you know it's like I'm starting to go to high school now um and like you know like and my dad isn't present you know and then like my siblings are arguing all the time and like my only escape is like going to my aunt's house all the time and so like I wasn't at home really because of like all the drama that was happening because it like really took such a big effect on me I don't know why I was just a very sensitive child um and so um yeah so the point is fast forward 15 comes and like I remember like I remember it just as like as if it was yesterday and I was sitting um in the bathroom and like I wasn't like sitting on the toilet but I was like sitting on the lid of the toilet and so I remember the thought came to my head like you should just kill yourself the thought came to my head and I was like I should I should do that and then I just was like okay I just need to figure out how to do it but then literally in like the next moment a thought came to my head and it was just like pray and I was like huh like okay so I remember I prayed and my prayer was very simple like this is literally what I said verbatim I was like God like if you're real like just send me someone or something so that I can know you because I'm like just really going through it like in Jesus name amen and I just remember feeling so much joy and like so much peace after and so I'm like going on about my day and like three days later my friend from the basketball team was like oh you want to come to Bible study like youth group is what she said and I was like sure I had no idea what youth group was I was like well youth means young people so a group of young people so I should be fine and then I was like oh it's bible study because then she took me and then I was like I was sold because I was like yo like I prayed like not even three days ago like and it didn't hit me to like I was like sitting down in this couch and then I was like yo I'm like I prayed three days ago that God would send me someone or something to show me that he was real and boom here I am like this is crazy and so yeah so that's like so I feel like that was like the searching for me but it was like one and done for me because praise God for praying grandmas like she just always like would pray for me and just like gave me the introduction to church although it was like very boring as a child I was like lady like I'm sleeping in the pews like I'm tired like they still like you know all the grandmas just over here like crying and stuff I'm like what's happening and so yeah so anyways but I say all that because like that's not the only time that I've had to search actually when it comes to like finding truth like um even like within recent years I feel like 
confusion was just like a very big thing for me like not right now this year but I feel like for the past like two years I was just in a lot of confusion because there was a lot of people who were leaving the faith and that's what was very confusing for me because I'm like what I'm like how are they leaving like you know Jesus you are the way the truth and the life like why are they just like oh I don't believe anymore like or I'm not Christian anymore you know like just a lot of apostasy was happening and then there was like this fear that struck in me of like would I leave you Jesus like is that gonna be me in the future like genuinely like scared because I'm like Lord I don't want to leave you but like I'm confused on why these people are leaving you because I know that you're the truth like I don't need nobody to tell me because like I know you for myself I was like but I'm just like super confused and so that had me like out of whack for a little bit but I'm back let's go back because the Lord right because when the Lord brings you he will keep you like and I testify to that and so yeah but we the point of all that was conformity though we was talking about conformity and just like not being confused and like learning to conform to what is true and to the truth which is the word of God and so yeah I don't know if you have to add I was like going in I'd be passionate I'd be, I'd be like that go. passion thank you I appreciate you God, let it run <clears throat> amazing story thank you could have ended very different but look at god yeah come on seriously i also noted how it took three days yeah isn't that crazy okay (laughs) he's like three days hey three that's the number right there god works a lot in threes yeah i mean in terms of well let's see how i can relate this to myself okay because there's different there's levels to this. You got people who there don't is. know God and searching for the truth. Okay. And then I remember I was in a time. Sorry if I sound like weird. Because you have the candy in your mouth. Yeah. <laughs> don't choke. I won't. But this candy is really good. But um. Smacking over there. Yeah. There was a time where I was searching for the truth of what God's will over my life was. Okay. Because there's the will of God and his word. This is for everyone. Mm-hmm. Blanket for mm-hmm. everyone. And then there's the God's specific will over your life. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yes. And so I already knew what the what the Bible will was. Mm-hmm. Now, where do I fall into that? Yeah. That one took some time. I feel like that. I'm glad you're talking about this, actually. Oh yeah, cause all all of that led to this right now. <laughs> um, I thought I was going to go one particular way, and I thought I was. I, you know, it made sense to me. Mm-hmm. I had the personality for it. Okay. So it made sense, and I started moving. Okay. I'm proactive. Even as a kid, I was proactive. It's like, you know, if I wanted a little bit of extra money, I'll do chores around the fam. Mm-hmm. Ten bucks, twenty bucks as a kid, you feel like you got a million dollars. You know, especially you saving up, had over two hundred bucks cash wow. on hand. That like you saved as a child. At le- yes, Where? at like 11, 11, 12 years old. You know, I had a wallet. I never took <laughs> it out the house, but I would just keep all of my bills in there. Mm-hmm. Over two hundred, like two hundred thirty dollars straight cash from birthday money, Christmas money, and doing chores around the house. Wow! These change that I would find. You know, I was proactive if I needed a little, whatever it took. You know, so believing that I was going to go one particular way, me being proactive mm-hmm. and a go getter, like let's move. So I started moving, and 
I'm thinking, okay, this is the will of God over my life. Mm -hmm. I'm going this route. God has a very interesting and sometimes unpredictable way of letting you know that you're not on the right path. Correct. And so when it ended up not being that, Mm -hmm. um, it was like, well, dang, I committed X amount of time going this way. Mm -hmm. And it wasn't that. Now I'm back at square one. What the heck? am I going to do because I'm a very I'm a I'm proactive I'm go-getter and I'm like purpose driven <laughs> like there's always a why to what I do mm-hmm. and so as far as like me being on earth it's like I don't want to just be sitting here like chilling right you know what I mean mm-hmm. like left Kobe Bryant late great Kobe Bryant he said don't rest in the middle mm-hmm. you rest at the end mm-hmm. so it's like I ain't like I ain't just trying to sit here and just like chill and do nothing and just kind of wait until that time comes and like then I kill over. It's like I'm not trying to do that. Now let's make this meaningful. Yeah. And so back to square one, I was like, dang, I don't really know mm-hmm. and stuff. And for me, because there was other stuff going on internally, but for me to find that truth took a lot of fasting and praying. And then come to find out the signs were very subtle, Mm. even as like a child Mm. of what it was, Mm -hmm. you know, like I used to always write a lot of songs, Mm -hmm. like freshman, sophomore year. I I used to keep track of how many I wrote. I think I wrote somewhere around 230. In a year? Not in a year, but I I ended up writing writing up to that amount. Oh, wow. Okay. I used to write a song, brand new song, full song, every like two or three days. Oh, wow. And I got like 12 songs a month. Wow. Writing them. And I used to keep track of them. I used to keep count. And, but at that time, I didn't really buy into the idea of actually being a rapper. Mm-hmm. You know, um, when I was 11, I used, uh, I had this idea in my head of um, having my own film production company. Oh, wow. I remember the day, I remember the day, the moment and exactly what I was doing when that thought first came into my head. Mm-hmm. I was playing Call of Duty. I was like, <laughs> it was like sixth grade. I was like 11 years old, playing Call of Duty, and it just randomly hit my head, like the name and everything. Mm-hmm. I ended up not choosing the name, but just the idea was there. And then as a kid, I used to write a lot of stories, a lot of short stories. And some of the stories that I would write, it like, dang it. Like, what in the world would a kid know about that? Like, thinking in hindsight. Mm-hmm. But, like, some of the arcs I would write, I would write that at, like, four, five, six years old. Mm-hmm. All of those signs were there. You know what I mean? Like, listening to uh, Christian rap growing up, I would, like, um, my favorite rapper, Christian rapper growing up was Ambassador from the Cross Movement Group. Um, they did their thing, like, late 90s, early 2000s. Mm-hmm. So, many people might not know who they are then, but they're, like, pioneers of the Christian rap genre. Mm-hmm. And ambassador would flow, and in my head, I'm trying to follow. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to follow, and everything. And but at the same time, I wasn't buying into the idea of stepping into music. I wasn't playing instruments at the time. Mm-hmm. All of my older cousins were doing that. Mm-hmm. All of my aunts were singing and stuff like that. Grandparents, it was all singing and whatnot in church. I had some cousins that would rap. Some people in my fam have put out music. Everybody was singing. Everybody was on instruments. I wasn't doing that. Mm-hmm. You know, I wasn't. I did play the drums for a little bit as a kid, but that was money mainly just for fun, just to like bang. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> it's like, oh, we in church. You know how live church get? I get to be on the drums and get live with y'all. Yeah. 
<laughs> it used to be so fun. But it wasn't something I actually took real serious. So mm-hmm. eventually, when the when it stopped being fun, I hopped off and I wasn't doing anything for years. Okay. And so, but all of those signs were there. Mm-hmm. You know, even like running like the church's like PA system and sound system being at the board, I used to do that. Mm-hmm. As a kid, like 10 years old, like adjusting mic volumes and the gains and all that stuff that used to be me. Now I do that. Wow. You know what I mean? Yeah. All of the signs were there. I just wasn't buying into it. But the realization took, once I actually really started fasting and praying and trying to figure out that kind of stuff, mm-hmm. it took some time and a lot of, like, reflecting okay. and stuff. And God guided me along the way because I didn't really know entirely what was happening. But things started Until making... ever. Right. And, like, but, but things started making sense. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, wow. Like, I've always been a writer. Like, oh, wow. I've always been uh, an overthinker, a deep thinker. Like, oh, wow, I've always thought differently. I've always really loved storytelling mm-hmm. and, like, being impactful. And that's always been me. It was just a matter of, like, stepping out on, on faith. Because I was a late, musically, I was a late bloomer in my family, at least. Because <clears throat> I've had cousins and just a bunch of family members, aunts and uncles and cousins that would, uh, that um, gravitated to music as children would mm-hmm. play instruments and play several instruments or would be in the, the family choir and whatnot and mm-hmm. they tried to get me to sing a sunshine band and I wasn't with it you sunshine said, I'm band sunshine yeah sunshine band for those that don't know it's like kids <laughs> choir um so they tried to get me in that and they made me get in there but I didn't like the singing I didn't like to like okay. standing up and like I didn't want to I just didn't gravitate to it I didn't mm-hmm. start giving it a chance until I was like 15 or 16 got you and I'd actually start rapping I wrote my first song at like 13. I didn't make, I, I wrote my first song at 13. I didn't actually put, make my first song to release. I didn't release my first song until I was like 18. Wow, okay. Yeah, it's a whole five years of like, right. not much happening. Right. And so, in terms of like, figuring out the truth, it's like, I mean, when, when it comes to God, if you already believe in God, you know you can fast and pray. You know that's the way to do it, setting your heart towards God and fasting and praying and really diving in and trying to seek that. And then it's just like giving it time. Um, but as far as like someone who doesn't know God and trying to find the answers to that question, then like you did something really good. I, I, like the whole like, God, if you're real, you know, then do this and do that kind of thing. I believe God hears that because he heard it with you. Mm-hmm. And that's not the first time I've heard something like that. Yeah. So I guess that's something that I would recommend. I can't really speak much to it because that's that's just not a part of my background. Mm. But those who really want to seek the truth and really find stuff out on their own, mm-hmm. I have enough faith to believe that God sees that yeah. and will put the truth in their way. Yeah. And then, then it's just up to the person to buy into it. Mm-hmm. You know? Because yeah. there's a part in the Bible where it says that the gospel will be preached to all of the world right and so i'm pretty sure and i know for a fact god is like okay because you know god is he's he's fair he's and he's just yeah he's gonna give everyone an opportunity right that way at the end no one can say they didn't have enough yeah no one had oh i never had an opportunity because then it was like well dang you know who would have happened if i had an opportunity who not well god and god knows that Mm -hmm. so i believe he gives everyone an opportunity please he gives multiple opportunities several opportunities and it's just a matter of giving it a shot Mm -hmm. 
you know, like with the rapping thing, I didn't know this was going to turn into a podcast. Mm. I didn't realize it was going to turn into a, a business. Yeah. You know, and have a, an official, official team of people that I do business with right. and stuff while we shoot the podcast, getting this filming going on. Someone else is editing yeah. uh, an episode and, you know, Junior is mixing and mastering music right now and all of that kind of stuff. I didn't know it was going to turn into this. Mm-hmm. My first project, my only SoundCloud tape was like, let me just see if I could do it. That was my thing. Let me just see mm-hmm. if I can make something that I think is cool enough to put out. I just want to know if I could do it. Yeah. And then I did it, and I was like, okay, well, I did it once. Let me see if I could do it again, but better, you know. And so that's that's kind of what I think. If you really want to know the truth, I believe that you will find it. Mm-hmm. If you really, but you got to be, like, diligent about, yeah. like, searching, right. you know, however, whatever that path is for you. Right, it can't just be like, God, show me, and then it's like, day one nothing happens you ain't real it's like yo for you it was three days yeah for me in terms of like really figuring out what my purpose was and understanding it it was it was years of development Mm -hmm. you know it was years of it was years of having that desire of wanting to know what i'm supposed to do down here but Mm -hmm. also years of development and years of i went i'm 23 i'm 23 now uh i went say about six to eight years with no clarity wow it's a long time from like somewhere around 13 or 15 to 21 it was like a couple months before i turned 22 mm-hmm. before god was like okay now let me make these last 10 years of your life make sense mm-hmm. ah! and i'm that okay. is not an exaggerated number okay. <laughs> that is a legitimate actual number i did the math mm-hmm. like when make these last eight nine ten years of your life make sense Mm -hmm. and he started making this making it make sense Mm -hmm. mind you in those eight nine ten years i don't know i didn't understand why things were happening the way they were happening you say you said in the previous episode we saw that so you spoke about my maturity level Mm -hmm. stuff happened character development stuff happened trials you know the scar on the side of my head scar side of my head stuff happened mm-hmm. you know what i mean it's just other like stuff in my personal life stuff mm-hmm. in my spiritual life mm-hmm. mental stuff i had suicidal thoughts too mm-hmm. depression i dealt with that too a lot of stuff happened within those eight to ten years yeah and once things calmed down then that's when god was like all right now let me make this make sense for you because mm-hmm. you're sitting here you've been like this for years wanting to know why yeah now i'm gonna make it make sense yeah and so if you really want to find the truth, I believe that God will put the truth in your way. Yeah. And it's just up to you to accept that. Yeah. And if you really want to conform to the truth, again, the Lord will like really help you with that as well. Yeah. So fast and pray. Fast and pray. <laughs> Seek diligently if and you, you shall find him. Yeah. If you if you already believe in God and you're just like searching for whatever truth for your life, whatever, maybe like God's specific will over your life, like with me. Mm-hmm. I suggest fasting and praying and doing whatever it takes. Like for me, like when I say stuff happens, like bro, I would leave. I think my keys, yeah, my keys are over there, so I can't really do it. But I would leave um, community college, like early morning class. If that was the only class I had that day, I would leave at like 10 in the morning 
and go down to the church and lock myself in and pray mm. at like 19 by myself mm. I asked my dad if I can get a key made and I was a little nervous at first I didn't think he was going to say yes but he was like okay yeah cool mm. here's mine go to his hardware and get you a key made it's like two dollars like really and like, yeah so I went down the street and made a key and I started like frequently it was a routine like I would go down to the church by myself like it started off with just you, you got to start small and build even on your like pathway to like figuring out whatever truth you know whatever thing that you're trying to figure out from God and just truth in general you know like it started off just one day a week because mm-hmm. sometimes sometimes I just got to see if I can do it okay. you know I did it one day a week and I was like okay I can do it and then my dad was like you kind of would want to get consecutive days in it's like okay so one day turned to three mm-hmm. consecutive days mm-hmm. a week and then I just kept maintaining mm-hmm. and then I was feeling so good I, while things, while I was working through things that I was holding on to and then like stuff was starting to make sense. One time I went five days in one week. Oh wow, come on. And so while stuff was still happening in my personal life yeah, and I still didn't necessarily have that clarity. Bye Auntie Leah. <laughs> um, but there was a legitimate drive and desire to for me get right with God and to really learn and understand and then as I was doing that more stuff started happening <laughs> and then after things calmed down mm-hmm. uh, like 2021 <laughs> nah 2021 is when um, I guess yeah, when things really started to become easier and more relaxed and not as crazy because I was still like healing from past stuff that would, that had happened. Once God was like, okay, he's ready to hear this. Then he started dropping like life changing like information. It was like, yo, snap. I remember he dropped one bit of information and in, I think it was June of 2021. And then six months later before the year closed out, he dropped another piece of information. Nice. And then those two instances made all of that makes sense. Wow. It made what we're doing right now make sense. Dang. So yeah, that's my story as far as finding truth as a helicopter flies over us. Yeah. But I believe that I believe that anyone can find it. Yeah. It's just a matter of doing whatever it requires you to do for me. For Mo, it was God if you're real blah 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 mm-hmm. and God's like okay then three late three days later boom mm-hmm. for me it was a year's worth of work mm-hmm. but consistency yeah and so yeah I think that's a good note to end right there that's a great note to end you know links down below down down <laughs> down 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 to the bottom of the sea Spongebob <laughs> wow forevertransparent.com yes merch podcast music check out the music yes social media mm-hmm. links to all of that down there did i shout out brandon this episode you did let's do it again though shout out brandon <laughs> behind the camera <laughs> it's like it's becoming tradition right you gonna know who helps us and who just right. who's a part of the oh team yeah you guys should you together. know him by now you saw his face he was on the marvel episode we gonna include brandon's <laughs> social and all of these descriptions yes. too one thing I'm going to make sure is you're going to know everyone that 
makes this possible, mm-hmm. whether they're in front of the camera or not. Yeah. Catch y'all on the next episode. Bye. Bye.